This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 315 of Horse Tip Daily, a different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is sponsored by Equestrian Collections. Visit them at equestriancollections.com. Glenn the Geek back with you from Lexington, Kentucky, and you're listening to Horse Tip Daily. Well, I'm very excited that we have back with us today one of my favorite people to have on any show, and that's Reese Koffler Stanfield, a good personal friend of ours. A dressage rider from here in Lexington, Kentucky, competes on the international scene in Grand Prix Dressage, and is just a lovely, delightful person. She was kind enough during the World Equestrian Games to come on the 2010 radio show with us to wrap up and review the dressage competition, and we really appreciated her doing that. She's also great at giving tips, and she's an excellent instructor and trainer of horses. So we, we always appreciate having Reese on the shows. Well, and Reese, you know, she's she's excellent at what she does, and Equestrian Collections is excellent at what they do. We're getting into fall now, so you're going to want to stop by EquestrianCollections.com for all of your fall and winter wear for you, for your family, for your horse. Equestrian Collections has it all. Plus, they're getting in their, their, their cool stuff for holiday gifts now, too, so you're going to want to check that out. You know, we, uh, we, we'll be doing some more. I wanted to let everybody know that we will be doing some more holiday tips here as we get closer. Uh, we'll have Fran Yerga back with us and a couple of other people. But we would love to have you join us uh, over the holiday season here on Horse Tip Daily for that. But right now, your horse needs outfitted with some sheets and some blankets. You need to take a look at those sheets and blankets from last year, and you're going to discover they have big holes in them. And you, you, last year, you said, ah, oh, next year I'll replace them. Well, next year is here, and it's time to take a look. For fantastic prices, a wonderful selection of sheets, blankets, uh, anything you're going to need for your horse for your winter time, plus anything you're going to need for use. The fantastic fall and winter clothing lines are over at equestriancollections.com as well. So stop on over, equestriancollections.com. Well, hi, Reese, and welcome back to Horse Tip Daily. Hi, Glenn. How are you today? You know the hardest problem you and I have is staying on topic um, because we just like to talk so much. I know, I know, and I enjoy being here. Every time, whenever you call, I'm with, I'm there. I know, you have been a loyalist with us. <laughs> you really have. I love it. The tip I have for today, Glenn, is a tip, I call it training level dressage needs a warning. And the reason I say that is, um, you know, I have a lot of students that we start at a training level uh, with a young horse or an older horse or what, wherever we are in our training in, in whatever combination. And, um, then they say to me, I want to go to first level next month. And if, if they haven't been a student of mine for a while and haven't gotten this warning, um, you have to go and do a sitting trot when you go to first level, and you have to sit the trot from first level to Grand Prix. Uh, similar things happen at eventing. You know, at preliminary level, you have to sit the trot for a good portion of the, of the test. So uh, training level dressage and actually training level eventing um, – you need to take some time, and if you're having trouble with the sitting trot, you need to address the sitting trot um, because some people, it's not a problem. Some people, it's a big problem, and they can't move up until they can sit the trot. So some of the things that I, you know, help people with with that sitting trot, um, don't sit for, don't say to yourself, okay, I'm going to sit for 20 minutes straight. When I, when I have people say that, I say, oh, you know, that's going to be tough. I wouldn't walk so, for a month. 
<laughs> I wouldn't sit I for I a month. <laughs> like, like I said, and, and I wasn't, and I didn't have a soft tip, and I wasn't able to, <laughs> to do it. So what I say is, you know, take some time and think quality, not quantity. So um, if you can sit the trot for one circle and it's perfect, but then you start to lose your balance and bounce, sit the trot for one circle and then post for a little while and then come back and do it for one circle or say, I'm going to do it for a circle and a half. Um, so challenge yourself in smaller versions instead of just saying, okay, I'm going to do it today. Um, it doesn't, doesn't typically work. You get sore and then you don't want to do it at all. So that's what I tell people is take your time there and, and don't just rush it. You know, take your time and, um, and, 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 it's also nice for the horses. You know, you start bouncing on the horses back, there are other problems that can can arise. So, you know, take your time. And uh, the other thing with training level is um, when you get to first level, you need to start to have some uphill tendency. Your horse needs to start not just having his head down and on the vertical and on the bit, but he actually needs to start to sit behind a little bit. Not so much in first level. Again, it says the purpose of first level says an uphill tendency. It doesn't have to be there all the time, but you should see it. And, of course, to score well, you need, you know, having them uphill all the time would be great. So you need to start doing some exercises with your horse that helps him get his haunches down and lift his shoulders. So some exercises that work for that are um, walk trot transitions. Some basic transitions are great, and that's a really good thing to do it at, um, between training and first level. But, again, that takes the horse a little bit of time. Uh, that doesn't happen overnight because that's a building muscle. Um, so it takes, you know, a couple months. So I, that's why I really say training level, really there's a warning there. It, doesn't, it actually gets hard fast. Um, and so if people aren't ready for it, uh, they end up kind of taking six months to get ready instead of sort of getting ready from the very start for those types of things. And, you know, uh, one of the problems, of course, in eventing was people were moving up too fast, which is why they had to make the rules that limit that a little bit, because everybody was thinking, oh, I, I, I got to get to, I, I've competed twice now at, at this level, I need to get to the next level. Um, instead of listening to their horse, they're listening to their drive and ambition. And that was causing injuries and, and serious accidents, which is why eventing did come out with those rules. And I know you're on the safety committee for the USEF. And, right. you know, right. that's the reason those rules that came out a couple of years ago is because people were pushing it too much. And we all know those people, whether it's dressage, eventing, raining, it doesn't matter. You know, we, we, we all know those people who push it too hard. Right. And, you know, I, you know, this is such a complex sport. And, uh, you know, I have riders that want to push it and, and want to go. And, you know, I have certain things, you know, for me, and granted, if you do a dressage test badly, it's, it's different than, you know, going cross-country and not being ready, for sure. I mean, it, okay, you'll just get a bad score and be upset, but at the end of the day, you're you're going to probably Your horse may fine. jump out of the arena would be the worst yeah, thing. <laughs> exactly. I mean, more than likely, that doesn't mean that accidents don't happen, but more than likely, you'll just get a bad score. But, um, but you don't come home with a good score, and so then you're frustrated, and, and that creates other issues. So my rule is... Um, at home, for my students, I need to make sure, in my mind, you can get a 60% or higher um, at that particular level or at that test um, before I let you go to the show or before I suggest you go to the show. Certainly, I've had students say, you know what, I really want to go, and if I don't get a 60%, I'm okay with that. Then I tell them, that's great. If you don't, you know, just as long as you know, don't come back and be really frustrated. 
Um, and I think that's a good rule to, to kind of, uh, you know, kind of live by. Can I get, and, and then we all know what kind of score we're going to get at, at some level. And it's getting very too much. If you said to yourself, okay, I can get sixes, which uh, is sufficient. Can I get sufficient on everything that I do? And uh, sometimes you go to a show and, you know, you can't get the blind things from left to right clean. Okay, you know, that's one score. I'll, I'll let that slide. But I want you to be able to do everything else well in the test. So that's sort of a rule, too, in a, in a tip, um, is when you get ready for the show, you know, can, can I get a 60% or better? Uh, and that keeps everybody's frustration level down. And, um, you know, I know people love to go to horse shows, but in this economy, sometimes I tell people, it's okay to just train for six months and not go to a show. Um, or, you know, go to the show and enter one class instead of two a day that you normally would do. Um, and spend a little bit more of that showing money on training. And there's nothing wrong with that. You can always go to the show and volunteer. Shows are always looking for volunteers. And there's nothing wrong with this, you know, saying, I'm not ready for that jump from training level to first level. I'm tired of training level, but uh, I'm going to save my money, volunteer at the show, take, take a few more lessons, for example, or take a little bit more time, and uh, then be ready for the horse show. All right, great. You can find out more for, about uh, Reese at maplecrestfarmky.com. That's maplecrestfarmkentuckyky.com. And she is uh, accepting new students as well. So you can find out more about her and everything that she does over at her website. And, of course, we link to that off of our website as well. Well, Reese, this has been a lot of fun. I'm glad that uh, you get to come on and that we've, we've got this arranged with your schedule and mine. I love it. Well, thanks to Reese for stopping by and taking time out of her busy schedule to join us on here on Horse Tip Daily. We truly appreciate it. Well, everybody, it's that time when I say we'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, stay safe, everyone, and check out HorsesInTheMorning.com coming November 1st. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily. 